Welcome back to Feed the Bear, a Mayor of Kingstown podcast. Check out the Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus, baby, because that's what we're talking about. We're here to talk about season two, episode, what is it? Episode eight. Holy cow. Episode eight, baby. That's right. Called Santa Jesus. My name is Axel. With me, of course, is my man, Heath Solo. How you doing, Solo? Very good. I was hard on the episode last week, but this week, the, it, the Kingstown is back, baby. Yeah. Taylor and Hugh and the fellas and the gals brought it back, and I felt I was so into this episode. We got 10 minutes extra. It was like 46 minutes or whatever. So I knew once I saw that, Axel, I saw 46. I'm like, we're back, baby. We're back, baby. Yes, we will be talking about the episode. But first off, I do want to remind everyone to head on over to DVRpodcast.com. I know we have a lot of new listeners. We just got an email from Charles who said that it was great listening to us. You know, he just happened upon this show. He's so happy that there's a podcast. Charles, I love getting an email like that. Thank you so much for taking the time to write and tell me that. We got another uh, Apple podcast review from Senska11. Of course, our great new patron, Savage Ginger. Head on over to patreon.com slash DVR. Support the show. We are independent podcasters. We're two dudes sitting in our house late at night talking about jeremy renner so we just i appreciate the emails the reviews everything and go over to dvr podcast because we do a bunch of other podcasts podcast winterfell we talked about westworld we did tons of other shows i did the bachelor for a little while and we do a a, a, yeah can you i can't run that by me you do that on your own <laughs> solo is like i want to be the bachelor um we do a nfl podcast called around the couch which tonight would be about if the jets are going to get aaron Rodgers, but we're not talking about that even though i kind of feel like talking about that but we won't talk about that but just thanks everyone for the responses um we are going to be covering rabbit hole on paramount plus so either subscribe to daily DVR or just look up rabbit hole pretty soon. I'm going to put up like a one pod so you can subscribe. Um, that's going to be fun. But like I said, we're here to talk about Kingstown and I agree with you solo. This episode was longer, but it also shows how just a little bit more time we get the feeling a little bit more that season one feeling. I felt like there was just a little bit more time for Mike to kind of walk around. It reminded me of when he used to drive off to the cabin and no one could get him on his cell phone, right? Like that hasn't been happening this season. So, and we wondered, hey, where was Mike at the end of last episode? Well, obviously that's kind of, the name of the episode should have been Where's Mike? Um, (laughs) But he is Santa Jesus. Or Mikey, he likes it. Yeah, Mikey, he likes it. Um, Hooking up with the... uh, Callie Thorne from uh, Rescue Me. That was, and remember? Homicide Life on the Street. Yes. Yeah. Uh, great, great, great New York actress. actress. She's yeah. wonderful, man. And she, she looks the exact and same. And The Wire. And The yeah, Wire. That's true, The Wire. She looks the same. I was like, holy shit, she hasn't aged a day. I mean, even drunk in the bar, she looked good. I was like, damn. Uh, good for you, Callie Thorne. Anyway, 
I was happy. You seem happy. Let's get into it. What what else made you happy about this episode? Let's talk about it. Well, <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of things make me happy, Axel, about this episode. Uh, where do we begin? I just all right. Let's kick it off. A little little can't find my way home by Blind oh, Faith. Yeah, Stevie Winwood, Eric Clapton, and I've always uh, enjoyed this song. And when it started playing, I was like, oh man. I kind of like the way they sent the tone because there's a lot of hidden meanings with that song. Yeah. I'm wasted and I can't find my way home. And I loved. So last week, remember I was, I was sure that Mike passed out behind the desk because <laughs> his phone was there. Um, and, and, and then, you know, when Rebecca comes in that later in the, and there's looking for him and that, you know, the bottle's still there with the glass and we see his bed uh, you know, so it was nice to see it with the office. I know we've seen him put on a tie, yep. being in a bed, but I wasn't like, even though I knew, I still wasn't sure. Like he is sleeping at his office. Yeah. And then I didn't realize there was a room back there. So that was good to see, but that he left his cell phone. And so like you had talked about how he would unplug when he'd go to the cabin, kind of feed the bear, do his thing, cook, and he didn't get service. Well, now that he's sleeping in the city at the office, he can't unplug. So he just said, screw it. I'm taking a day to reset. And I loved it because he just went from bar to bar. He was at uh, like Ruby's or Rudy's. <laughs> he, went to the, he went to the liquor store, killed the bottle, went to another bar, took the glass. And then where the famous fish sandwiches is where he ends up and meets Callie Thorne. Uh, Allison is her character name. Um, and it's amazing how I, I want to get your feelings on this. The things he set in motion, some of the things happened, even if he didn't do things, for example, bunny gets released, which we'll talk about. And it's like, so my question is, did Evelyn, Evelyn, I'm assuming had to sign. So that worked. He hasn't done the Jacob thing for Miriam. Uh, and then he was supposed to go talk to our boys, Sam Morrissey, but he didn't do it. Ian did it. Uh, so he's resetting probably. And he even says he's bad at what he does. He finally comes out and says yeah, it to Allison yeah. at the bar. So he was just like, it's amazing how he, he unplugs. And of course, everyone in the world is trying to get in touch with him, think he's dead and stuff because he's not answering his phone for once. And things happen while he's taking that day off and he doesn't even know it. So I, I just loved, I really, it was almost like as a viewer, Axel, not that we needed a reset from the show. But you know how you said this episode reminded us of season one? I just felt like they went back to the well mm -hmm. and, and did what we love about this show. I mean, even like an episode like last week wasn't the greatest, but it's still great television. It's just, you know, it, it's just, I don't know. It just felt like that could have been part of another episode. This one came back and really they did a bang up job. And I, I love the fact of him just getting hammered. And just yeah. going on, you know. Me too. Stroll. And you're right. It was um, it was very ironic, and this is the proper use of the word, that on the yes. day he tried to do nothing, the most important thing that he was trying to do happened without him doing anything, which is Bunny got <laughs> out of prison, 
right? And you're right. And it shows also the way that the other, that his absence does matter because like you said, Miriam was trying to get in touch with him and it ends up that, uh, what's the guy, what's the kid's name? Uh, Jacob, Jacob, he yep. didn't, he never got those messages. So the kid gets transferred right before probably just to get the paperwork done on a weekend or something, right? They didn't hold to that five o'clock time that she thought she had to, to help save this kid from whatever he's going to uh, get into when he, when he gets in with the adults, I guess is where he's being transferred to. Right. So it kind of show it just shows the way that it's, it's, I, I felt it was almost like this whole show is like man against man. Last year, we had a little bit of that man against nature with the bear. And this is again, reminding us. And Allison even says you either eat the bear or the bear eats you. But then mm -hmm. Mike, I thought Mike was going to turn to her and say, sometimes you can feed the bear, <laughs> but he didn't say that been great. I, I said no. it in my living room, but that doesn't matter. But, um, yeah, it's just, it's, it kind of shows the way like nature and the world will work with or without you. But like you said, he set these things in motion, right? And it is, it, it, it I think the thing, even with Ian um, we see his relationship that he, Ian saw the stress Mike was under. He saw the stress Kyle is under. He was talking to Miriam. Maybe he did that actually to kind of try to help Mike, you know what I'm saying? And, and just alleviate mm -hmm. the whole situation. So it, yeah, it was just a really interesting episode. And I felt it had some of that philosophical stuff. Um, even when he's laid in bed with Allison and they're talking about loss and all that shit. Um, and this guy, Terry, who I was like, did we ever meet Terry? And I like, I'm looking at, who's Terry, Terry on mayor of Kingstown, Google, tell me. <laughs> um, but it turns out we had never seen Terry or her before, but you're right. She's in so many things. I thought we had seen her before. I scrolled IMDB <laughs> like a madman because I was like, oh, okay, it's not Ed. It's not Stevie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, who's Terry? And then again, it was another. Um, you know, I was like, oh, I hope I don't miss who Terry was. They so kind of did glad. like a quick flashback where they made it out like it was some guy in the back when they were charging through the prison, right? Like she kind of mentioned him and they showed it for a second, or I, I can't remember when that happened, but I don't think it matters. But no, in the end, it does matter because yes. that clue should have given us, hey, this whole town of Kingstown is is so incestuous turns out guess who she knows some abcos right the abco so she's gonna oh. give him a call you know okay so th th let's get to it because this is a big moment um so I, I at first i was like wait a minute okay does she, she's on the phone with someone i guess it could be a cell phone because i was like is she on the phone with Milo or is she on the phone with the guy in the car or is she on the phone with Davidson? Now the guy in the car looked like Davidson. I think it was Davidson. It's probably not. It was. I think it was Davidson. Yeah. I have no confirmation okay. of that. I, I did read a couple of write-ups of it that other people said it was Davidson too, but that's not official, it, you know, it looked, I mean, he's got the goatee shaved head. Yeah. So it looked like, so, him. but then, 
so then, you know, of course, Milo shows up. I heard you were looking for me, Sansa. And so, so I was, uh, I was unclear again, the Aryan brotherhood and the Russians again are separate. Correct. I mean, we've talked about this before. They're separate, right? They're not together. I believe that they are separate, but together. I think that there's crossover there just okay. as because like the Crips and the bloods could put down their, um, uh, okay. Know, feud okay. or whatever to get along in prison. Like they said, right. We're all black. Remember that? So I think mm-hmm. it's the same kind of thing where they stick together. They may have, they may run separate, have separate, um, power structures, but I think that they probably more run together than with the other dudes. Okay. Cause, cause that's what I was. So if that's Davidson, then she definitely was on the phone with either him or someone in the I think that's, brotherhood. Yeah. yeah. You're right. So there was some connection there and it makes sense that this Terry guy, even mm-hmm. though Ed and the boys were last season, the, some of those guards were still what, what do you call it? ABCO or whatever. Yeah. Brotherhood. Correction Correction officers. officers yeah. 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 So, where when Ed was alive, it seemed to be more stable, as we mentioned before. And with his death and some of the other guys, now it's they kind of just took over. So, um, yeah, okay. So that that was interesting because then I'm like, wait a minute, was he following him the whole time? Was it? It was just a chance meeting that he I went th- to that bar. I think. Right? It, I think it was. I really think it was i mean i think even when he enters the bar and he goes how's it going down there i don't even think he knew who that was until he kind of slid over um and i it's just just like i'm saying it shows how everyone in kingstown knows each other and it's a prison town and there's five prisons right like this is the world they live in and everybody knows each other or they work for this prison or whatever yeah, and so yeah, that was def- that couldn't have been planned because you don't know if he's going to go to that bar. I mean, because it was a whole day that he, he started. Him. <laughs> no, he didn't know either. Oh my god! Yep, he was. He was. He was I love uh, in the first bar the the bartender, the actress who, um, you know, she's done stuff, but she just really like stood out to me. I thought she was really good. I agree uh, with you, of, Heath. Yeah, right. She yeah. had something special about her. Great cast. She was really good, really good, really solid actress, and I really like wanted to see more of her because she went toe to toe with Renner. It was nice. I mean, it was just it worked. The chemistry was there, and I really liked that. Yeah. Um, but she still wouldn't give his keys. <laughs> That was great. Like, yeah, that was yeah. that was fun. I'm sober now. This that was yesterday. All right, fine. <laughs> Just give me my gun. She's like, I've known enough of this was yesterday's, my friend. It's still the same day for you. You know, like <laughs> she was not gonna have and that's why I think he kind of recognized that in her eyes. And um and uh yeah, they were off from there. I love that whole thing about where's billy he died a couple years ago oh really you know does he still have the safe and then he pulls out the gun you're right you're gonna rob me exactly that that was reaction was awesome it was great you know she did a very good i'm trying to find her name here i don't i don't see it it's hard to tell on imdb with all the different names it begins with a t and her last name or her last name's tina ivlev yeah that's her oh it is her Oh no! Wait, no, yeah. that's not her, is it? 
No, that's her. It's oh, her. Okay. I looked it up. All right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, she was very good. Yeah, she looks much different too. They do yeah. such a good yeah. job on this show. This is one of those shows where you think it might be like in the wire, how they would just actually like see a person and be like, you want to be in the wire? Um, and they'd play a part yeah. really quick or they'd get a, a cop or a newspaper guy. But they, you know, they do a good job in this one, like kind of tricking you sometimes. But the way they had just had her with the tattoos and the way she was dressed, the way she had, yeah, it was a great setup. And the, and the whole thing with the, uh, um, the safe putting the gun in the safe he's that was just kind of cool because you're like what's he up to like i didn't know right, was he right. really up to so but no he was just kind of keeping himself safe like if i'm gonna go get wasted i don't need to have this gun with me you know yeah yeah exactly good man. stuff man it's true in life though you need you need one of those days just to <laughs> unplug you and do. it's tough to unplug these days I mean, we're so addicted to our phones Yeah. and I mean, look at everyone else who actually rely, you know, we see it through the show, but everyone who relies on him, on Mike. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to cut you off. Just things are flowing in my mind, but that was a great scene when everybody meets at the office and (laughs) like Kyle sitting there and then Rebecca walks in and then Rhonda walks in. And then it's like, everybody needs Mike. Yeah. That I love when, when Rebecca goes, don't shush me. Yeah. <laughs> like she thought he was, you know, being just a dick. But now he shut off the uh, the wall unit and found the, and of course it's Miriam. And it was the second time Kyle, Mike, like when he entered the, yep. the home, she yep. thought it was Mike. And on the phone, it was just, it was very, no ma, it's Kyle. No ma. No um, ma. I liked Kyle's trip too to uh, to Bunny's party. Bunny's coming. That home was great. Party. That was great. That was very nice. They were just hanging out, having fun. Baby bro, baby bro, <laughs> baby bro. Like I had forgot that they didn't. They didn't know who he was. He he. I mean, Bunny does says, "Oh, cop or detective." Yeah. yeah. But like I, I didn't realize they never had really any interaction when he's get, when uh bunny's guy frisks him and is like you know uh, you know feels like uh, how does it feel being on the other end of this and he just lets him frisk him um but it was yeah it was interesting and you know at times i'm like man kai you seem a little harsh <laughs> bunny's like are you coked up or something <laughs> yeah that was great that was great yeah the whole but so i mean that brings us to bunny yeah, okay. Okay. Now, when Bunny got released, first of all, the scene between him and Raph was great because it was like mm. he was so sad that Bunny was leaving. He was very sad. <laughs> yeah. He was very sad. Yeah. Like, like at first their relationship inside it started it was like a little weird. Mm-hmm. Rocky. Yeah. Like be- yeah, it was like, okay, is he gonna screw him over? But then it kinda you know. It uh it changed, and then they were doing, of course, the Goodfellas thing, and he's making soul food, and they're they're, you know, they got the keyboard. I'm like, oh, because he might leave. And I'm like, oh, you're leaving today? I was sh- I was sh- I was actually really shocked that it happened. So how do how do you feel, Axel? This whole thing with the buildup of get me out, Mike, get me out, Mike. Now he's finally out. Did you did you feel it went on too long or just right? Or 
is, is this the right way that where it just gets done? I finally just got done. Um, what are some of your thoughts? Well, I guess my thought is the same thought that I think it was it not Kyle that said it to Bunny. He named everyone and he said, you're the only one they let out. What's going on here? Uh, that was my main thought is mm-hmm. I liked the way that I always like it when there's not that obligatory bunny's getting out. Mike runs to the blah. You know what I'm saying? Like he gets Evelyn to sign the paper. So I kind of like that. They just sprung it on us. That's one of the things I like about this show is that things just happen. They don't need to give us so much precursor of what's going to happen. Sometimes things Mm -hmm. just happen. So I like that. I like that. The end to this big buildup was just kind of like, I want, I'm out. You know, and now he did have a nice, uh, he did have a nice, uh, uh, exit from the prison and the ladies and (laughs) it's like a video coming through. Oh yeah. I was waiting for Biggie Smalls. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, It was fun. That was fun. But, um, I still don't really understand if there, it was not just bunny that went in, right? It was. The one-eyed, the one-eyed uh, blood leader, right? Mm-hmm. It was well. We know that the Mexican leader was killed. He was burned on fire, um, right? And still, the uh, Aryan Brotherhood leader is still. He's still in. He's yeah, the still drone in. guy. Yeah. So, yeah. What is really going on here? Was it that Evelyn got him out? Was it that he's being let out to being to to be taken out? That's starts to be my Ooh. suspicion. Ooh, Axel Foley the third. Yes. Even though you're not the third, but you're the third of my book. <laughs> yeah, um, three is no, the because number. Three. Hey, De La Soul is finally on Spotify. I know. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it, that's a you know that's an outstanding observation because as soon as he let out, I'm like, oh, Evelyn must have signed the papers, and I'm like, what else could? I? But then with the ABCO and who knows, you know, so that's interesting whether or not it was Evelyn finally did it, but then wouldn't have, I guess she wouldn't have, would she have signed the rest of them or, you know, I know Mike was all about getting just bunny out. Well, that's but, the deal though. You know what I the mean? The deal like, is to get them all out. Yeah, right? The deal was to get them all mm. out because it wasn't just, but like, the whole point was to not have favoritism, right? right. The whole right. point was, yes, Mike is close to bunny and bunny seems to be the most reasonable of all of these leaders. So they kind of work with him. Right. So to then only let bunny out totally throws off the balance of power again. Now, maybe is it to take Raph out and regain control of the prison because they don't like what happened oh, with the dude. drones? Oh, you actually, know, you're so, on fire this week, dude. Well, I'm just thinking there's got to be, it's just suspicious. It's even, I thought it immediately because they didn't let anyone else out. And I was like, what happened? The deal is not just Bunny. And then later right. on, it said, you know, like this, this, he didn't let out. Gunner is still in there. So we know that the whole thing, it's real. We haven't really seen the end of this road. So really what he was saying to Mike, get me out, get me out has not, it's occurred for him, 
But that's not what he was. He was his plan too. Was he was thinking everyone would get out. So oh would, my God. you know, Raph's done, dude. Out. I think you're right. I think the Brotherhood has taken over. They, you know, getting Bunny out of the way because if they killed Bunny, it would have just been all out a mess. So they get him out. They kill Rafe, and then, oh, yeah, I don't know. They try to kill Bunny on the outside. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It, 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 that party that's made me that's... nervous. That's why when the, when Kyle goes to that part, I was getting kind of nervous. What's going on? It also made me nervous when all the cops were together at the bar uh, playing pool <laughs> yeah. and whatnot. And I was like, is something good? I, I feel like that's on purpose. It's like the it's like the old Sopranos technique where you purposefully get a bunch of people together and you you get this feeling that something's going to happen, but then nothing happens. Right. And then you right. keep on doing that. Right. And then eventually when you think, Oh, this is just a bunch of people, then something happens. Yeah. Or if someone walks out to their car and they get, you know, cause, cause if they're, you know, patterns too, if this was something where they, I know that when they, cause that's like at least the second or third time they've been in that same bar. So that seems to be their watering hole, which, I mean, someone could just drive by and blast it. Light um, it yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, that's a great point too, because, you know, I think too, and we've joked and I mean, being with our film backgrounds and the location changes with them shooting in Pittsburgh. Okay. But I felt, I have felt this season that they've really um, shown the locations and we got a different feel for like, almost like a different part of town, even though first mm-hmm. season, it's still, you had the meth lab blowing up. You had the pizza place. You had, you had, you felt the whole Kingstown thing, but a lot of it was going to Bunny's front yard and, you know, but I felt, I don't know what it is and it could be just me or it could be just the progression of the show. I just feel like we're seeing more of how crappy this, this <laughs> Kingstown is, you know what I mean? How dangerous this episode and especially, rough. Yeah. This episode, yeah, especially and it, this really tuned, you know, really brought it to the forefront. But like, then I start thinking about, you know, early in the season and different locations and stuff, you know, where Miriam gets, you know, gets jumped. And so it's like, I just feel like they've really done a great job at establishing this ain't Disneyland, <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a rough, I mean, they're at bars and they're cops and whatever, but they're, but this is a rough, a, a rough city. Yeah. There's no, uh, you know, so I, you know, I, and, but you're right with Mike going bar to bar, him just walking the streets. Like you could feel, it just felt like, oh man, it just felt like Kingstown. You know, it did. And, and, it and, felt and, like a fun episode to shoot too. Like they found some great oh, yeah. locations, that bar right underneath Seriously. the bridge. And they just, they're really, I think everything would just really look good. And like you're saying, they have been doing, um, a bunch of the overhead drone shots, not drone within the show, but the, they're, you know, the, the, the big wide shots, but you're right getting down on the street this episode especially i thought had a lot more of that since mike's just walking around and yeah, it, yeah did. It, just, it did and that's where i where i i think i'm really feeling it yeah, this Kingstown's episode's a rough place man it reminds me of baltimore in the wire 
yeah. uh, they would shoot that, you know, like, you know, very similar, similar feel, uh, which, you know, can't go wrong there. Um, it's interesting because when Milo shows up, Axel, I hear you've been looking for me, Sansa. <laughs> like you heard the bells. So, I mean, granted, there's probably more than one church, but it kind of like, is the, is he right? Is he Mike happen to be near the church where Milo is, uh, uh, hiding out? Uh, what do you think of that Milo showing up at the end there? Um... How did he know? Michael was there. Did I have, have someone watching him. I, I mean, I would suppose like you were, like we were talking about before that the ABCOs and Milo's people are in contact and maybe mm-hmm. Davidson somehow got a heads up to Joseph or people were looking for Mike or I, or you're right. Maybe he just happened to walk next to the church <laughs> and Milo saw him and was like, fuck it. I'm just going to walk out there. And Mike's sitting there with a gun in his hand. When he walked past that garbage can, I thought he was going to toss the gun. I did too. I um, did too. But he didn't, he still had the gun and uh, that puts him in a power position or else I would have thought Milo was going to like kidnap him or something to try to find out where the bonds were. Um, and why would Milo go out in the street if they know people are looking for him? I guess we're going to find out next episode, Solo. It made, it made, <laughs> oh, we are? It did make for a dramatic ending. Um, it did. But it did seem a little implausible. And it, But again, it's Kingstown, baby. Everybody knows somebody and they all know each other. Yeah. So did, did you... Um, so even... Uh, Milo questioned Iris's decisions, but, but he does say like, it, okay. So I, I want to see if we get, get any clarification on the whole Iris Milo thing. So finally it didn't take a year or whatever. Milo wants to go see Iris and she's making a lot of money for doing nothing. <laughs> you know, that makes the most money without breaking a sweat. Uh, so he did say, I wish you didn't betray me. So, and then they talked about New York and that, that whole thing where she seemed to have a good time there, though it's built on lies and different things. You, you, you know, you do what you do in New York with these, you know, expensive, rich, lonely men. Uh, but did you get anything out of that? Was it because was not much, man. Not much. Okay, I'm still, okay, okay. I'm <laughs> still, still trying. I to... mean, I understood the point, which is he's saying right. like, you could be doing more than this, but you were the one who microchipped her and put her into this situation. So I still don't think it gave me too. And then he made her cry. Another person. It's like, everybody just shits on her all the time. It's not a, not a good deal. I'm st- I mean, I still think in some way, and now maybe it's setting it up that she's going to like kill Milo to save Mike or, you know, she's just going to kind of swoop in at the end and take power at some point. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was kind of more of the same, but then we had to also have again, the reminder of how seductive and powerful she is because (laughs) even Milo's woman says, 
he's right she has an effect on you you know like okay (laughs) great she has an effect on you she's all right yes but it's like what's going on so i don't know she's with milo now is she still there that's the last place we saw her mike's with milo is milo gonna bring them back together and say mike i'll make you a trade her for the bearer bonds at which point mike's gonna say I already had her and she ran away. (laughs) (laughs) She came back to you, buddy. What? I mean, you know, no, I'm keeping the bonds. Um, I don't know. At this point, does Mike still have this, this need to save her in some way? I don't know. Um, I still think, yeah, uh, not much on the Iris front. Uh, I'm, I'm feeling you're going to agree with me. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if they got rid of this storyline, just scrapped it. I'd be okay. Yeah. Like send her, send her to New York and you know, or whatever and be done. And if she's better at that, then why not have her do that? Yeah. I, I just, I just feel the buildup of bringing her like she was the number one and was going to get Mike and it, you know, I mean, it was interesting. I mean, it was interesting in season one because it was new and we didn't know. We kept questioning, is she is she up to something? What you know, we were very felt very unbalanced with is she working him? Is she not? Is she, you know, and then of course everything that happened with her, uh, it just was like, oh my God, okay, that took a turn for the worst. And um, I mean, would you if she killed Milo, would you feel like it, it's been all worth it? Or I mean, I don't know, you know, not really, but at this point, I love the show. I'm going to keep watching it. They're not putting too much time to it, so it's not bothering me that much. Um, It does seem a little bit of an obvious setup, but maybe I'll be completely wrong and she'll just run away or something. I don't know. Um, Maybe she's the bear. Maybe there's something deep, more deeply philosophical that I'm not getting here, but I think it's just... Uh, a storyline that kind of has lost its way. And I think really yeah. it, it does seem like there's an end point that they're leading to rather than this journey is meaningful. Whereas I feel most of the rest of the show, the journey is meaningful and we enjoy it and is at least fun to watch, you know, or exciting. Yeah. Um, but not this one. Let's get to something that was exciting and was kind of oh. cool. Um, which is Lem. Lem. Yes, exactly. Uh, Charlie and Ian, we finally figure out what this whole Charlie thing is about. Ian's bringing him to Ben Morrissey's house, the snitch, the guy who was snitching on Robert, uh, to basically scare the shit out of him. Yeah. If I told you about all the rape stuff, <laughs> Jesus, he's like, and now 17 he know- and he only says it really quick. And now he knows where you live. Um, and anyway, oh my God. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so I thought this was very cool. I, I really did like the payoff. And when he just quickly snaps his fucking neck at the end, that real, I was like, what the fuck? That was awesome. I mean, it's not. Did he? Did he awesome. kill him or just yeah. knock him out? No, he. he oh, he's dead. His neck. Yeah. Oh shit! Yeah, I was watching on the uh, headphones, so you could hear it. Oh, okay. That makes it even more. Yep. Uh, you, you know, it's funny because I'm like, at first, I find myself, yeah, Ian, 
bring the serial killer to scare him. And yeah, let's get our boys off. And then I'm like, know, wait terrible. a minute, this guy's a freaking serial killer. <laughs> like, why am I rooting for him? Like, it's it's terrible. I know. It's terrible. It's, and then it's also Ian killing one of his own. Like, this guy's a cop, right? So this isn't, yeah. you know, I mean... It is, so as far as that's concerned, you could see, obviously, it did bother Ian, too. He seemed really, but he took care of it. He kind of threw everything around. Now, my thought is, was there a connection between this and what happens to Mike? Like, did they see Ben being taken out? Is Ben on kind of the other side? You know, I'm not saying like he's with Milo. Maybe is he ABCO, right? And oh, they yeah, yeah, see, yeah. okay. And that whole thing could have been about trying to take out Robert, who's Mike's guy. You know what I'm saying? It's like a power play, but I might be getting too deep into it. And it's just corally, corollary uh, plots going on. But it does seem that that him being killed could be seen or maybe i don't know if they even figured it out yet it doesn't seem like anybody knew yet that he was dead yeah no um and that's one of the reasons why i think too why ian doesn't he's just playing off like yes, mike handled yes. it because yes. he doesn't want to implicate yeah. himself um and that was but, interesting though was that's great that you mentioned that so i'm sorry that he didn't tell anybody he's the only like he didn't tell anybody what he was doing at all nope Nope. Only, only Charlie knows, yeah. AKA Lem. And but it was interesting how, why did he have Lem, AKA Charlie, Charlie, AKA Lem, uh, wear the hairnet and all that. I know not to get his DNA and all that. Mm -hmm. I, it, was that just in case something happened? Like, yeah, well, I think like, so. How could he, how could he, yeah, I get, okay. I think he may was like, how did he predict it? Well, I think, you know, I mean, He's a cop and he's a cop in Kingstown. So I think he ran through the scenarios and he's like, I might have to let him loose on the motherfucker. Uh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. He might, might refuse to, to make the call, bit. you know? That's true. Okay. Okay. All right. I drank the vodka. Yeah, no. <laughs> okay. That, that makes sense. Oh, the crunching the rocks in his teeth too. Oh my God. Oh my God. So... When he talked to, with Charlie an uh, episode or two ago about taking him to the dentist, yeah, um, did he already have the plan in mind, you think, to go to yeah. see Morrissey? Yeah, I think yeah. that was the okay. thing from, yeah. Okay, he had that in mind. Okay. I think it came to him during the first meeting. Okay. I think the first meeting was a part of something that was ongoing. And then right. it kind of occurred to him, you know, cause I, I don't, I don't, I just feel that way. Cause that's the first time we see them. So I'm assuming that that's kind of like, you know, when you're writing, you're like, that's, this has a meaning to this scene, which is where he yeah. realizes he can use this situation he's in to his advantage. Uh, it was good stuff for Ian though. And it's good to see our, uh, creator man getting some, uh, getting some more time and kind of having a little storyline here and the way he kind of reacted to it was so awesome too. Right. Oh, dude, It was really good acting, man. It's just like grabbing him. Okay. He's kick so the fucking good. door in, kick the fucking door. In. <laughs> yeah. But you have the key. Uh, oh yeah. Great. There's some great writing in this episode, but yeah, I think this was to me, this is Hugh Dillon's episode. Um, he, he, I just, uh, I, I, he's great. He really is good. 
he's becoming one of my favorite characters on the show. Like I really big, big fan. And uh, yeah, it was an excellent job and that whole, and that's the thing. This one thing I love uh, in, you know, I don't know if it's just Taylor Sheridan, but whoever else is writing just like these little, these little, uh, these little lines, you know, just, they're not throwaway lines, but you know, the conversational lines that just crack me up that are so good, you know, and it happened. It was really apparent this episode, just, just the undertones of stuff people are saying. It just, it just, and I noticed too, like even with the new actors, you know, of course, as an actor, I watch the other actors that this show, when they cast people is very, very real, very, uh, like the bartender and like everyone just, they just, it's just very real. And they, yeah, they're good and at they're making not over expressive. Yeah. 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 They're not over expressive or crazy, you know, like even let, you know, Charlie, he, I mean, he, he's, you know, everyone there's, there's a tone, there's a certain tone of the acting of this show and I really enjoy it. It just feels very wireish. It just, it just feels very real and it makes you feel like, a lot of this stuff is really happening. Yeah. And, and that just goes to show uh, the great writing in the show and the acting. I mean, they really know what kind of actors they want and they're pulling some great actors. Um, so, uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I really love this episode, man. And um, the scene, we end the Ian and Charlie stuff down by the river. Um, down by the river. Where he's sitting there just enjoying the icy. Oh. It makes my head hurt. And uh, he's like, your heads are going to hurt in a little bit, motherfucker, because there's about to be a bullet going through it. It's going to be very warm. Um, But uh, Ian can't do it. He he can't do it. And I think the reason is probably the same reason that all of us are sitting there thinking like, all right, come on. You sign this motherfucker out. You're going to shoot him now, push his butt, and the other guy got killed? No, 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 no. You can't do that. You have to let him go back in like you're fucked. And it seems to me that Ian may have a new job working with Mike next season (laughs) because (laughs) Charlie is going to be like, I snapped his neck. I'm sorry. And they're gonna be like, what? Charlie is like, Ian took me to the dentist. (laughs) You want a burger? Charlie, tell us what else happened. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I don't, I, I think in the end, it would not have been smart. I mean, to cover him, he, he just, is in a catch 22 and he has to let him go back in. Cause it would have been too much to cover that up. So, I think yeah. in the end, though, it's going to bite Ian. I feel. I don't know this season, but I feel like it's going to bite Ian. Yeah. It, it, they can only cover up so much. And I mean, I mean, I mean, I know that since the riots, I mean, the town is so corrupt and so messed up. But the fact that, you know, Morrissey doesn't testify and then gets is killed. Yeah. That I mean, is that gonna reflect? I know Robert and the crew are happy, they're playing pool, they're drinking, they're you know, people getting wasted and it's all good, but I can't I I can't see it ending there. No, it, yeah, you're right, because it doesn't erase what the chief said to Kyle, which is somebody has to pay, right? right. We have to yep. set someone up. So now that didn't work out. They're going to go after someone else. Who could that person be? Maybe it could. I don't know how it could be Kyle. He was all fucked up and they rescued his ass. 
but yeah, and Ian as well. They were both you know, were so you know, prison. So yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It couldn't be them, but we'll see what happens, man. We shall see, baby. We shall see. Could be Mike McCluskey. <laughs> that I had a question for you. Um, okay. What is our bunny names? What do you think our bunny names are? Like if bunny was going to give us a nickname, what do you think it'd be? Oh, our names. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I know mine. I think I know mine. It's a um, simple one. I think I know yours. I think you're, I think I do know yours. It might have ginger in the title. <laughs> okay. Um, um, mine, if he was calling, what, 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 what like, okay. He calls baby bro. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I think that my bunny name would be for me. It would be either big ax or big red. I think just a simple (laughs) one like that. Right. But I don't know. I I was thinking for you, you should come up with your own one. Why do that's we'll we'll ask people to email us and come up with what's bunny's name for solo. Little solo, I don't know. Well, uh, you're not really little. You're just not. No, as it's a whole. It's I a am. whole. But it's a whole like the play. Maybe I'm bigger than you know. You know, like tiny. <laughs> oh, I, I get it. Know. Tiny, yeah, tiny solo. Or a wop. Tiny dancer. Wop. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, guess what, Solo? We're coming in on this episode shorter than the running time of the actual episode. So wow. we gave we gave you some more last time. But uh, I think that that about covers everything. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with Mike and Milo, Bunny. What the fuck's up with Kyle? We still both thought that Kyle was going to bite it this season. Um, Miriam's going to be mad at Mike. Uh, her little friend is going to, going to big boy jail. There's a lot going on. And also, when's Mike going to hook up with Rhonda? That's what I really want to know. Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Get me out of Kingstown, baby. Hey. All right. All right, Sully. You got any just, got anything to uh, leave us with? No, nah, just, you know, it was, it was a good time. Great episode. It was back. And Axel, I mean, isn't it a little early to get your swerve on? It's never too early, baby. Peace. Kingstown, bitches. DVR podcast. Go to it. Dot com. <laughs> Slash something.